0: Hi, thanks for joining us on another episode of Teacher Nerds Podcast. Joe and Ron are self reclaimed teacher nerds geeking out on all things education. They are looking to move educational practices out of the 1900's factory worker model to a student-driven classroom full of empathetic, creative, and collaborative students who are willing to take risks. Joe and Ron welcome you to join discussions they used to have privately, where they discuss educational tools, techniques, ideas, policies, and much more. Joe is a third grade teacher and Ron a technology teacher for grades three to eight. Thank you for listening and becoming one of the teacher nerds. Check us out on teachernerds.com, and that's nerds with a Z. Find us on Instagram at teacher nerds podcast or on Twitter at teacher nerds. And now a word from a sponsor.
1: For Have you heard
0: about the nerds? What's the word? Teaching nudes. You could
1: tweet them out on Twitter, you can find them on the gram. After listening to their podcast, you'd be sitting there like BAM! Trying to take the teaching from one level to the next. Reaching up to Canada and down to Mexico. Gotta go. Teaching nudes. Start the show.
0: Hey, welcome back to another episode of Teacher Nerds Podcast. I'm Ron Nober. I'm Joe DiPaolo. I teach technology, third grade to eighth grade. And I'm in the third grade classroom. Joe, so we're going to be talking about our experience at Texpo last week.
1: Great two days, Ron. A lot of of information picked up and, yeah, uh, going back to the classroom on Monday with uh, some extra tricks in the bag.
0: Yeah, and you know what I I thought, just being there and hearing people who think like we do, you you know what I mean, it's always nice to get that, like, hey... You're on the right track, right. or at least there are some other people thinking the same way that you do, whether it's the right track or not.
1: But we're you all know, kind of thinking y- the same way. We've been hearing this stuff over and over again, right. so
0: yeah, it's, it, you know things are picking up. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so we're going to start off with our two yes, more one no way, and I figure we're talking about Atlantic City, where Texpo was down the shore. Why don't we do Seashore Treats? I love it. All right, it's time for two yes, more one no way all right so joe do you want to go first uh sure ron I, right. lo- I love treats and i love the shore
1: <laughs> uh my first especially with atlantic city would be white house subs um being a, a philly guy like right, yourself yep. you know like know what a good hoagie is right and outside of philly sometimes it is it's tough to get one or even delaware county it. Right. Yep, yeah um white house subs in ac does a great hoagie now they're specific like if you wanted red wine vinegar you couldn't get red wine vinegar oh, okay. Yeah, it's just balsamic uh but they still make a really good hoagie so you nice. know when you have the time it's definitely a good spot to check out
0: you know it's funny i remember being a kid and uh like all the neighbors would hang outside while the kids played together yeah. and one of the guys was going down to atlantic city for something and took orders oh get from out of all here. the neighbors for white house subs man <laughs> so philly
1: people yeah all okay. the way down there okay yep. so i guess you know what that does make it you know that's legitimate then yeah, Not yeah. nice um, so my second treat uh, would be another restaurant, Angelo's Fairmount Tavern. Nice. Um, Phil and I, Phil D'Souza and I yep. went down there a few years ago when they had the teacher's convention. And, uh, oh, man, the mussels, the mussels Ooh, marinara. In my
0: red sauce. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh,
1: and a spicy marinara. They were delicious. Uh, I remember going with my grandfather, and he loved to get the jugs of wine. Okay. Oh, man. You know, not not my favorite part about the Fairmount Tavern, right. uh, but just, I guess, or Angelo's Fairmount Tavern, I guess it's just that that memory uh, holds a special place in my heart, because right. he loved the, you know, and, and I'm not gonna lie, the mussels are phenomenal, the, they do a great veal parmesan. Ooh, um,
0: the veal parmesan's nice.
1: And and you know what, the pasta's great, uh, right. the, the sauce is phenomenal. So uh, yeah, those when I'm in Atlantic City, those would be my two sweet treats.
0: Okay, what's a, you got a no way for down the shore? treat well
1: i guess the saltwater taffy man
0: oh that that was going to be mine as well you know uh, no way yeah it's 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 okay and right exactly exactly it's not But it's not something i'll
1: but we're you know i guess we've been around for a while right and and if if there's you like uh the northeast right Right. and are there is that is that a staple up there
0: Yeah, I mean, when you go down the shore, like that's somebody would always bring back saltwater taffy and stuff.
1: But even like, um, you know, when you guys go to Cape Cod and stuff, is is, oh up in the north? Nah,
0: not so much. So saltwater taffy is kind of like an AC AC or Jersey. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Um, it's
1: just it doesn't it doesn't do it for me. Yeah, it's
0: okay. Uh, I mean, um, so what are you thinking? So. My two, I went back to you know being a kid, and if we went down the shore as a kid, we would either go to Ocean City or Wildwood. Would be okay. the two two spots. Philly people, yeah, <laughs> that's yep. where Philly people go. They do. Um, so in Wildwood, the Coors Brothers is the ice cream shop. You oh, know that, that yep, they have there.
1: Coors with the K. K. Yep. Coors with right? yep. yep. the
0: K. Yep. Um, so they do a uh, ice cream and waffles. Like oh, a sandwich. Oh, oh yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Is that
1: is it ice cream or is is it soft serve or is it custard? No,
0: it's uh it's like the Neapolitan you know the Neapolitan rectangle. Yeah, yeah. Like slapped in between two waffles. Okay. Huh. Um I think that's what they do. Or they do just a scoop of like regular ice cream okay. on a on a waffle. Um but that, you know, always brings back like that's down the shore. That's, yeah. Especially
1: Wildwood, right? On yeah. the boardwalk with everything going on.
0: Yep. And then the other one was an Ocean City one, and that was the Mac and Manko's, you know, pizza.
1: Now, thoughts, right? Because yeah. now it's just
0: right. Yeah, it's changed, right? Yeah, like the, the one there guy there was a split, and yeah, uh, I haven't even had it. Okay. You know, I probably haven't had it in thirty years. Oh no way, it, really? You know, um, yeah. So, but that was always something. Like if you were going down Ocean City, oh, of course, that's what you were getting. There was no doubt.
1: And tell me how long? Have what was the longest you think you've waited in line for a slice? as a kid oh,
0: like probably a good 45 minutes. okay at yeah, least. Yeah. yeah 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 july and august yeah yeah, yeah it crosses oh, yeah. the boardwalk yep. yeah oh, that's good um, memories right yeah so they were just and that's just childhood stuff you know like just brings back good memories and again saltwater taffy's my no way yeah not because i don't like it but it's just i could i could do without well my, and yeah.
1: see i i guess i don't like it and i'm a taffy kind of guy right, right. but uh that just doesn't uh, there's something about it maybe it's the texture. Um, well, sometimes it's like, like unwrapping flavors. it, your
0: fingers get all sticky. And, and like, that, you know, Yeah, maybe July and August, this, it's yeah. so
1: hot and humid. Um, so that's nice. That's our no way. Yeah.
0: All right. So uh, let's go ahead and we'll get started. Um, how about the first keynote was uh, Matt Miller? Matt Miller. Um, you know, I thought was cool was, you know, first keynote was Matt Miller. Katie Martin was that the second keynote. And you always hear people talk about, you know, teaching being an art and a science, right? And it kind of was both. Matt Miller was talked about like the art of teaching, right? Yeah. And yep. and Katie Martin was more the the science behind and some of the the data that you know, goes with it.
1: And that's it like when I, you know, I like to sit there and do the sketch notes. Right. And I had a great sketch note I think for Matt Miller, which is what I'm scrolling through now or to look for now. Um but yeah, they, what what Katie Martin put out, I mean, it was so Let's I don't want to start with Katie Martin since she was the second day, yeah, keynote, let's, I mean. But uh man, it's like I couldn't I couldn't keep up. You yeah know, i and, agree and, and and i liked what you were doing you did the uh adobe slide right or yep. you did the adobe picture with yep. all the, the different adobe slides. post
0: adobe spark post um yeah, I mean, with all her stuff
1: with with just all the info on on why maybe ooh, maybe that's why it was good for a second day keynote like you know matt miller was this is what you should be doing and right. this is and
0: this is the why this
1: is how to do it without right. textbooks and then katie yep. martin comes in the next day and says yep this is why yeah
0: um Yeah. So, I mean, I guess going to Matt Miller, I I think some of the things that, you know, I took away was like I am always willing to, you know, kind of be silly and do things that are just going to pull the kids attention in. You know, when I do coding, I have the students actually code me and make me move around the classroom and do stuff to start it off, Um, you know, and being okay and open to to do that.
1: And and um, what and you always said the kids always say at the end of the class, "Holy smokes, I can't believe it's it it's over!" Right? And what did he say at the beginning of his year when he wasn't doing that stuff? The they kids were running were to the door, tripping over <laughs> themselves. Yeah. So yeah. that's and do you use a textbook? I mean, is this, I don't. Is I don't have a,
0: any. There's no textbooks in what I do. I don't know that really there are many textbooks so everything that I'm doing is you know my curriculum
1: and that's what I think is cool with right. with where we are and yep. and you can go to our curriculum coordinator and say look this is my idea this is like right. you're doing right yeah, yeah. with the shoes for a cause yeah, and the exactly. SDGs yep. Um, um, so that's what's cool. And, and he focused on taking that risk.
0: Yeah. And even right. his presentation, I thought was cool. Like, you know, switching into the different costumes as he was, you know, presenting and and moving around, through,
1: yep. you know, like he was definitely an active presenter Yeah, and not for anything. I mean, I, I walk into your classroom and and you never know where you are, right? right. Like you're all over the place because your kids are all over the place right. doing different things. Um, I know I've had parents at that back to school night say to me, man, like I have a hard time you're all over the right. place it's <laughs> it's it's 7:30 at night and you're popping and moving right. and grooving i can't imagine what you'd be like during the day with those kids yeah and, and you have you have to be otherwise right. they're sitting there watching the clock right um so like taking those risks you know what did yeah. you say oh he was wearing the skirt
0: yeah right, uh, right, right. He you know dressed up in his wife's skirt to just talk about vocabulary so, for spanish
1: because t- i think that's the that's probably one of the most boring things right about learning a language. It's just sitting there being drilled with vocabulary. Right.
0: And there are definitely, I think, subjects where that style of teaching lends itself to, where the subject otherwise could be a little bit boring and dry. You know, like I think of social studies. You know, most people, you know, have that like dread of like memorizing dates and right. things like that. But man, you dress up, you jump around, you get people up and moving. And t- social studies becomes exciting and becomes... Actually livable, well, you know,
1: and that's what we talked about: retrieval over input. Right, right. Like, don't just put it in there. It's 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 how you're putting it in there. So they're going to remember right. maybe those experiences as opposed to just the yeah. war of 1812 happened in. I'm hoping 1812. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's it, right? Like yeah. that's what he says. Those are your teacher superpowers. To, yeah. Uh, to dream big and right. and and try those things uh, that are going to give them the better experience. Um, so it's, what do you say, risk versus reward?
0: Yep. Yeah, and take um, a risk. Yeah, I, and I got to say, you know, luckily we're in a district where we are allowed to take a risk. And and, and I think even encouraged by the freedoms that we have to, to take risks. Right. So, you know, I think we are very lucky in that respect. True. Um, I don't know, you know, how that is in, in other districts. Um, do you have anything more yeah. about Matt Miller.
1: No, I, well, I thought it was awesome sitting right behind him and how accessible he yeah, was. Right, yeah, and coming up just, gave
0: us a fist bump. Yeah, right, yeah, <laughs> and, and just you know
1: talking, and then next thing you know, he's he's up there presenting. Yeah. So I I thought he was a great guy personally, not that we knew him, but right. to talk to him for those you know brief those brief that brief yeah. moment in time, um, and then everything he's pushing up there, it it seemed to fall in line it, with exactly the same things we talk about on the podcast. Right.
0: And it just you know like to me, and, and maybe it's just. You know, just where I am. But it's just like, you're like, well, that makes sense. Right. That makes sense. You, you know, and I, I would hope that anybody who hears it would kind of feel the same way. Like, oh, that makes sense.
1: But it also takes work. Right. You know, oh, and, d- d- and, d- yeah. and I guess that's so So to go beyond that, you know, ooh, that makes sense. Let me try this. Right. Let me take the risk. Right. Um, you know, I, I think... When, when we threw up there about our presentation, someone had mentioned, oh, is there a stream for this? Right. You know, like, I think that should be the next step if, yeah. if those presentations could be called on camera. Right, live, um,
0: even live stream, live right? Stream. They could be live streamed right to YouTube.
1: And then, yep, and then they're still there for everyone yeah. to go back and, and check out, because the presentations are great, you know, they give you the bit.lys, yeah. um, yep. but to see those those keynotes in action, yeah that would be a nice little nice little added treat
0: yeah so uh let's move on second day keynote was uh katie martin and then we'll kind of talk about different sessions we went to.
1: okay sounds good
0: so, yeah so uh what were your thoughts i know you were like and i know I, mr harris our superintendent kept looking over he's like what is da doing I, over there I, you had different color pens and i you know
1: from uh what's her name sylvia duckworth you yeah, know, yeah, yeah i've been i've been sketch really noting. working on sketchnoting <laughs> since the beginning of the year and getting the kids to sketchnote yep. because that's it you know you can memorize facts but but is that is that going to be good for you to go back in and retrieve it um so i do i try and make the facts relevant with with just different colored pens for drawings and and different you know another color for information and i gotta Uh, say
0: i will say i've seen your sketch noting evolve oh like i think it's gotten much better and it's just not for me it's just i understand it i love it it's it's hard for me to do. I'm a note taker.
1: Well, and and I see you, right? And I'm not a typer. I like to say, uh, you know, like I use two fingers and it's, I can, I'm pretty good. You know, I can go pretty quickly, but I see Stacy who does it for a living can, can use all the fingers and doesn't have to look at the keys and whatnot. I don't have that, Uh, but I do enjoy drawing. So it's, you know, it's just it's it's easy for me um, now. It's it's it is tough, though, because I'm trying to keep up and and right and you see, know,
0: it, still listen to what's going on. I've had to go to YouTube
1: and yep. learn how to draw stick figures, run in and yeah, jump yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, but that's it. it it's cool. Um, but the first thing she said, it's, it's great that, you know, these kids come in in kindergarten. Right. That first slide was all about engagement. And their engagement is so high in in their beginning of their school careers, and as it as they go along through the grades, it's almost like it drops. Now I don't know. I mean, I don't know where those stats are coming from.
0: Well, I think she said she went and she went and visited schools around the country, okay, um, and and did some surveys, and that's that's one of the first pictures I took because I was snapping pictures of her slides during the presentation, and it was how student engagement decreases over time. And she had three questions that she had asked. And the one was, in the last seven days, I have learned something interesting at school. And that started off young at 60% answered yes, like Mm -hmm. they have learned something interesting in school. And by the time they got to, I don't know if it was eighth grade or 12th grade, um, it was down to like 30%. Uh, And it just is a steady decrease. And what's interesting is the largest decrease is in the elementary grades. Like, it drops significantly and then kind of levels off into the upper grades. Gotcha. Um, and then her the second question was, I have fun at school. And again, same thing. It's up, you know, relatively high, you know, and I don't Early expect on. everything's fun, you know, but in kindergarten and then a sharp, sharp decline and then levels off kind of in the upper grades. And then the third question was, uh, or third uh, fact was, at school, I get to do what I do best every day, Ooh. and again, that's that genius hour spark, maybe right? right. Um, and that again had that steep decline from kindergarten and then levels off at the elementary or uh, at the upper grades. As
1: a teacher, that's t- that's a tough question. That's a tough question to hit. To, oh yeah, you know, on a daily basis to to let them do what they do best, especially when you have twenty different kids who, I mean shoot worst case scenario each one of them could do something you know right but i don't want to say worst case scenario that's bad
0: but i mean you could even take that to i get to do what i do best at least once a week right. in school You're right.
1: right sometime through the school week yes right right, right.
0: And, and that's doable
1: and definitely a place to start yep um, and like you said with that with our genius hour and with yeah. our spark time um to allow them to pursue those passions right. so i guess yeah that is obtainable
0: Yeah, it's Um, obtainable within a week not every day necessarily but you know within a week i think it's obtainable
1: and and most definitely especially you know there's there's curriculum that needs to be done you know like i teach uh third grade i work in that third grade classroom and i've been realizing you know they are eight nine years old and and our kids are great and and the way we run the classroom is great with everything that we've been pulling uh, from all these different ideas and people, you know, with Chris Biffle, Whole Brain, Teaching, what right. Katie Martin was talking about, with Don Wetrick and, and Pam and Ira, you know, Glenn, all the things that, that we've been throwing out. Kayla right. Delza, right? Another one. You could, The list yeah. goes on and on so we're taking all these ideas and the and it's running smooth and we're getting through everything and and I've noticed the kids go from reading to writing to science right. and and they're doing it flawlessly without complaining and you know they're doing the quietly too bringing things out right. and at, at one point I said all right guys guess what Let's lift the reins a little bit because it doesn't have to be work, 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 work. Right. We went from reading and then we did some science and you guys are, are busting your tails. Let's play a couple minutes of silent ball. Let's right. just decompress. Do something. Yeah. It's like you with your relax right? right? or your, yeah. breathe, your breathe slide yep. when the kids then come into the room. Yeah, like just, my
0: do now is just kind of take a breath. Right. Y- you know, um, you don't have to be from bell to bell working
1: because they're kids and, and it doesn't matter if they're in third grade or eighth grade right. or even 12th grade they're they're right. they're you know you call them what emerging adults right yeah. you know and and what happens when adults run 12 to 12 seven days a week they die of heart attacks, right so to so everything's important but once again you know what that is then so the social emotional side right. of things right. it There's is okay balance, to take right? a break yep. yep
0: well and that's what I figure you look at teachers how many teachers if you didn't get a break other than your lunch you didn't get your prep would be upset. Oh, kids don't get a prep. I'll They're, tell you what. It's their lunch is their their break. So coming in, getting three minutes while I take attendance or something to take a break, I'm fine with that.
1: On that day, we had to uh, switch uh, our your technology oh, yeah, class yep, with yep. my kids, and and I did. The only broke the only break I got that day was my lunch, and I had to do duty that day, and it was like it was like a twenty minute scarf your lunch right. down. And do your thing yep. and by the end of the day man i was beat and yeah. you know like i'm i'm an adult these they're eight years old they're nine years old i know right. they have a lot more energy but it's nice to stop yeah. and breathe every once in a while
0: absolutely um what else were you were talking with katie martin well or? it's
1: great because what did she say teacher centered to uh student centered and she had yep. that one room schoolhouse picture up right. on and there
0: we have that one room schoolhouse right what right. century are you teaching him? yeah
1: and, and to keep it student-centered and you know, where's, where's their work going? And I thought one of the greatest, uh, one of my favorite slides that I sketch noted was, uh, you know, it's, it's the teacher's work or the teacher, you know, and it, you know, you grade your papers after school, you grade right. your papers on the weekends or whatever, and it goes home and it might get up on the refrigerator for maybe a day or two. Right. And, and then either in the recycling bin or packed away for, you're in college when you decide to recycle right. it then. Right. Um, or she said, does it go out into the real world? Right. You know, is your work thrown out there to be criticized and and critiqued then critiqued yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And you you take that constructive criticism and, and then go back to improve upon it?
0: Right. And I think um, that's, you know, that's where the use of Twitter in a classroom, right? You can put that work out there, even if it's just to just showcase it. I mean, I've done it sixth grade, created we videos for uh, digital citizenship and cyberbullying i cyberbullying i threw them out there and just to be able to show the kids like hey guess what your video it got retweeted 5 times and, and again it's not i'm not saying it's everything's about the likes and right. the retweets right. but it's for them to see like oh my gosh this person who is the director of education for we video actually liked and retweeted what i created with his product it's a big deal
1: and and it's it's almost like fuel for the fire right. to do it again and, and to it, do it better and to do it a
0: little better right. to try and improve
1: you know that's why Twitter's a great place and I think you know a lot of times I'll throw that stuff out there especially for the stuff that I've done and say you know uh comments and uh critiques suggested right. You right. Know, yeah. please let me know what do you think of this right. what do you think of that um yeah I, I loved I love the say you know ask what if yeah I love the fact she was uh questions over answers yep. you know have them as opposed to knowing all the answers, because with your technology today, everyone knows the answers. Right, right, so right. what it's questions your should you be asking?
0: Well, I love she had the it was a slide of it's six questions to ask your students. And I think this would be something like in the beginning of the year, um, or I might do at the beginning of a marking period from now on. And it was six questions to ask your students. What are you interested in? What do you love to do? What do you do? Or when do you feel the most successful? What mm. comes easily to you? What do you want to learn more about? And how do you like to learn and work with others? Again, there, that how do you like to learn and work can go into UDL, right? right. Because of everybody's a different learner, um, different style. Um, yeah, so that, I thought that was a good slide.
1: Well, and then you, know, you talk about the UDL and, and how do you like to learn. You know, that's one of the things she focused on, personalized learning right. you know, and, and the doing, yep. as opposed to just worksheets after worksheets, uh, which means the, the teacher's role is right. evolving and you know you're you're no longer the guy in front of the classroom and i think even matt matt might have said well, "Are you the guide on the side right you know, right maybe it right. was that's a, I know if i didn't hear it from him i know i heard it someplace At, in yeah. one of the sessions
0: yeah and I, I think that's also for me that was in a making classroom like that was one of the hardest things to get used to like you know i'm getting paid as a teacher if i'm not up there yapping the whole time what Right. What, what am I what, doing? Right? right? Am I just a supervisor walking around? But that's it. Like that's you know with especially in my like sixth, seventh, and eighth grade where it is a lot of making. I'm just bouncing from place to place, checking things out, maybe throwing a suggestion out, asking some questions, guiding them along the way. But I'm not teaching.
1: Well, but because that you're you're teaching them though how to learn, right. you know right. how to do it, yep. how, how to go about figuring something out, and and I think about to when I was in school, we diagrammed sentences, right. and and we don't do that anymore. Right. And I think I diagrammed sentences for a really long time, and I can't tell you right now how to diagram a right. sentence. The only thing I can tell you is you draw the house sideways. Like that, <laughs> that's what I remember that's from you. diagramming sentences. Right. So, and I look at what we do now, like the experiences I have in your class, right. the experiences with the making and, and the, the spark time in our class, I'm thinking that's what they're gonna remember you know right. and and that's what they're gonna take away when I wanted to learn about this what did I have to do oh yeah I watched this video right how did I oh I watched it I had to stop it I had to you know jot and take some notes I had to rewatch it I love the idea with YouTube uh, and I showed the kids this besides slow down the, oh and, yeah yeah and when it when a student yesterday had some issues with figuring out how to make a paper airplane fly further and he's watching this video and he can't do the he can't do the fold so we didn't have the queue up, so he raises his hand, and and I go over there, and we start working. And he and he throws the video up, and the first thing he does is goes and changes it from a slower speed to a normal speed because he, I guess, he assumed I wouldn't want the slower right, speed. Right. And, and you know, I'm like, whoa, 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 hold on, hold on, I don't know. And then I had to go back and and because it was like right. it was it's a
0: complicated it, fold or whatever. Yeah, yeah.
1: You know, if you want this paper airplane to fly but, further, you should see some of the things these kids are attempting, and, and that it, and and that's what's great because. You know the our epic failure board is empty right so i want them to do i want them to to try this throw this oh did it work nope okay did you have fun okay cool what didn't work and and now try it again now go back and figure it out um and they're all trying to to to, uh do different folds and and i'm trying to you know let them do it on their own but i want them to you know maybe is there something you could do to your plane right specifically and and you know as a kid i don't know we would just put paper clips on the end or you know use tape or or scissors to cut things out um so it's almost to the point where some of them that aren't being too successful on their second and third attempts we might say well you know what i tried as a kid before because then it's word of mouth and the the
0: interview process Yeah, yeah. um which is always helpful um there was a and kind of goes along with this there was one of the slides she put up and again i took a bunch of pictures it says When we tell learners to complete an assignment, we get compliance. When we empower learners to explore and learn how to make an impact on the world, we inspire problem solvers and innovators. Oh, And I thought like that was a heavy slide. Like there was a lot to...
1: Can you read that again?
0: Yeah, yeah. It was when we tell learners to complete an assignment, we get compliance. When we empower learners to explore and learn how to make an impact on the world... Oh. We inspire problem solvers and innovators. Yep. And again, that's going from that, you know, 1900s. We wanted to create a world of factory workers who, this is what I'm telling you to do, do it, sit in this line, the, the bell the, rings. Yep, here's right? your lunch, the bell rang,
1: the day's over. Right, go red you know. Stone.
0: Yeah, exactly, right? Oh, and me. now we're trying to get, you know, you we don't need those in the world anymore because those jobs robots are doing.
1: Yep, it's right? animated or we, automated, excuse right, me, automated. Automated,
0: right. We need the world of, hey, I'm going to start a transportation company, but I'm not going to own any cars, Yeah. right? Uber, right? I'm going to start a hotel breakfast. chain or whatever, yeah. and I'm not going to own any property. You know, like, I mean, that's, Where that's people it. Might,
1: but And that's why I think that design thinking is so important, right? Your world is designed by humans. Right. Who's going to improve upon exactly.
0: it? Exactly. Humans.
1: Um, and that's what's great. You know, we've been working with design thinking with our guys since September, right. and and without desks, lockers in the back. You know, sometimes we have three subjects we have to prepare for for the afternoon, and it's it's a lot of hustling and bustling um, in the beginning of the day, uh, after lunch coming in from recess to to drop everything off and grab everything you need. And a student goes, "We got to do something better." And I said, "Okay, figured out." Right, designing something. What do you think yeah, you designer. should do? Like how? Right, and not design a thing. Design an a, way. Or, yeah. right, how, a way, how can yep. we
0: improve upon this? And that's the cool thing: like design thing doesn't have to be. It's not just a thing. It can be an experience. It can be a way to do something.
1: Brian, it, it was awesome because you know he thought he goes, "Well, what if you know? What if there you go? Right. What if the people that are here during RTI get their stuff now?" He said, "So you might have to get the stuff up on the board of what we need." I put pictures up of right, the notebooks right. and the folders to help prompt them. And uh, I said, all right, that's, that's doable. I will, I will, I'll work it on my part. You guys are here and.
0: Right. Let's test it out. Let's prototype it. See how it works. Then so far
1: we don't have the issues. Is it, is it perfect and everything? No, because there are times where, you know, someone's in front of you and their locker is right on top of yours. So yes, you might have to wait, but it's not now 20 students standing there waiting. Um, so, and, and where did it come from? A kid saying something's not right here. Yep what if we did it a different way
0: that's cool um
1: well it's it's those you know she put up another slide and and i couldn't get them all uh the the skills the 2020 skills they need yeah you know and how it oh i know you did because (laughs) i on my sketch note i didn't have i had one two three four and five and i only had one two and three uh but just even the, you know the the top five number five coordinating with others yeah you know so being able to sit there and wait at that locker and right. not and not be like come on are you kidding
0: because right. Ron we're pushing know, somebody out of the way that
1: uh, what do we want to be here at seven a.m. this morning yep. at six fifty three I pull into the uh, Mac machine you know right. the money like, access yep. card uh, give me some cash
0: <laughs> and as
1: soon as I pull in man there's a there's a lady standing there with a wad of cash and I'm like you got to be kidding me well you know what. I got to sit here and wait right. patiently because yep. if I start blowing on that horn and screaming and hollering, that ain't going to help her move quicker. Nope,
0: and it's not going to help you either. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no way, because I don't think she would have. Uh, she wouldn't appreciate you know, it. We were in the middle of Lumberton, so <laughs> <laughs> it would have been on. Um, but but that's it, you know, and that's number five. Number one, problem solving. Yep. Right? Yeah, I mean, do you want one. a test taker? And, or a and, problem solver. And, and I know we talked about, you know, the, our our test that's coming up and you know I'm like how doesn't this everything we do how doesn't it help them on that test and and you had said well it's you know it's not their passion right it's it's they don't have to they have to read texts that are above their
0: their grade levels a lot of times yeah well even and answer questions sometimes I have to read the question three four times to figure out what's being asked right I can't imagine a third grader And, and then to to do it to have to read it three four times to know what it's asking and then to be like I really don't yeah. care, you know?
1: I mean, yeah, I know. And, and that's 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 the struggle, right? you know, because I know we've said it before. In order to get your paycheck, do you have to answer 10 questions about something you read? Right. No. I mean, do you have to perform? Yes. Yep. When your boss comes and says, yo, here's a problem, solve it. Do you have to do it? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Do you have to think critically sometimes about those problems? Yep.
0: Um, do you have to be able to coordinate with others? Yeah, yep. most
1: definitely. Do you have to be able
0: to communicate? Yep.
1: Do you have to be creative in your solutions? Absolutely. You know, like, and those were the top, those were the top five. Um, So, like I said, I didn't get the other ones. Yeah,
0: so the other ones, uh, six to ten, were emotional intelligence. Oh, okay. Is number six. Seven, judgment and decision making. Okay. Number eight, service orientation. Nine is negotiation. And ten is cognitive flexibility. I mean, that's like everything that we want to teach right in yep. those skills um, they're
1: going to need to be successful in
0: life yeah um anything else from katie martin
1: well yeah you know like she she focused on the learning pit yeah you know and, oh yeah yeah, and, yeah you know that that struggle um and and i the struggle is good you know yeah. like we we have up on our, our epic failure board the struggle is real it, it you is, know, like yep. it's 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 tough Um, but without inventing, right. Without thinking, without problem solving, those kids are going to be stuck in that pit.
0: Yeah. Well, and you think about even, you know, ourselves, it's painful to go back and listen to like the first episode of our podcast sometimes, yeah. you know what I mean? You're like, Oh my (laughs) Lord, you know, but as we go, it gets better. And you start to, you know, there's like a, a, a continuum of you, uh, kind of do things that others do right and then you kind of you do your own version and you know like there's a a continuum continuum of learning
1: and i think just like teaching right you reflect you look back you listen to it you see what you like you see what you didn't like like you said you're looking at what other people are doing and and you try just like teaching improve upon what you did the last time
0: absolutely um
1: yeah i mean yeah what'd she say inspire problem solvers and innovators right how instead of am i smart how am i smart right
0: and that's that was the one thing i was gonna say it's she had that slap stop focusing on if I am smart and start figuring out how I am smart. Right. And, and, and they need huge. you to
1: figure, you know, help them figure it right. out. Cause I do, I, I, I see it in eight at eight years old. And, yeah. and if you don't catch it, there's a long ride for them. Right. Um, you know, for the next nine years, just to get out of, just to get out of right. high school.
0: Right. Um, I think we're going to have to wind up doing a, a second episode on, on the sessions. Right. Yeah. Um, Cause keynotes, Katie Martin and uh, Matt Miller took up almost a half an hour of, well, they, they, of time. And it was, I mean, it was awesome. Like right. I, I could probably go on another, you know, 30 minutes, uh, you know, Easily. with some of the stuff that, that we had.
1: If we started to dig into everything, yeah, absolutely. Um, I do have some pictures I haven't talked about, but you know what?
0: We, you know, Session two. We, yeah. Good. We can, we can jump, we can uh, continue Katie Martin and then, uh, jump on to some of the sessions on our next episode
1: definitely cool man sounds good
0: all right well thanks for joining us everybody remember check us out on teachernerds.com and at teacher nerds on twitter and joe
1: instagram instagram Instagram. teacher nerds podcast ron on the gram
0: and joe that teacher nerds we're we're teachers so we spell everything correctly so teacher nerds is with a z
1: ron you tap it out and you get that z sound at the end
0: you got it all right, and check out the Teacher Nerds store on TeacherNerds.com. Get your Teacher Nerds gear. I'm all in my Teacher Nerds shirt right now. I'm sporting it. Yeah. All right. Thanks for joining us, and check us out next time. Bye.
1: Teacher Nerds, Teacher Nerds, knocking on your door. Open up, let's take your teaching further than before. Give it a try, don't be shy, there's nothing there to lose. Worst thing that happens, kids get pain on their shoes. We're talking Teacher Nerds. I'm talking Teacher Nerds.